Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the power of negative emotions when it comes to successfully building B2B SaaS applications. Now, when I talk about negative emotions, what I'm talking about are your users and your customers in terms of when they experience these negative emotions, they typically share some feedback. Now, sometimes it might be charged up, strongly worded, whatever but they're coming in hot <laughs> to your support channels. And I'm experiencing this across my suite of products. I always have, and it's always been a source of intense value in order to figure out what's going on, how did they get into this situation, and what is the reason behind what gave them such a strong, and in this particular case, negative reaction to their experience with the product. Now. This is so powerful psychologically because it is strongly, it is a strong motivator in terms of encourage folks to do something, right? We see this everywhere across the rest of the psychological science realm. Um, it's one of the stronger, more motivating emotions in terms of that negative energy and, and what people will do. We want to try to harness that and leverage it for our benefit to be able to make the products better. Now, if it starts with giving your users the appropriate support channels for reaching out, if they're having whatever type of problem with your product, give them an avenue to share that feedback with you. I, per I prefer email or chat, and then I also leverage analytics tools like Hotjar to give them the ability to, anywhere within the app, click a button in terms of the sidebar, provide some immediate feedback, and they can provide all kinds of context it's really up to their discretion in terms of what's going on with their experience. Now, once you get this feedback in through your support channels, the first thing I'll encourage you to do is take a breath because you might have a strong reaction to any of their feedback yourself, uh, but just realize that this is all normal. And number one, you're not going to be able to satisfy everyone in your target market. So there's going to be people that are going to come in and they're going to want an immediate refund for some reason. For whatever reason, this just happens to people. They rush into decisions and then they rush to try to get out of them, <laughs> despite all the warnings in terms of what they're about to do. So uh, this happens to us probably at least once a month. Someone comes in, they pay for something, and they immediately want their money back. <laughs> now, all of our products give you the ability to self-service cancel but they don't really give you the ability to request a refund. Now, in some of these instances, um, we will approve said refund just to smooth things over. And usually because people or customers in that situation, they haven't really used the product all that much. So we haven't incurred much cost-wise, but it follows the same pattern in terms of collecting the feedback. This is what you need to make sure that you get from any of these individuals sharing any of this strongly worded, intense feedback, negative emotion, whatever. It's what is bothering you? Why did you reach out? What is the reason behind why you chose to share that through the support channel? Like, what did you experience? What kind of problem did you have? Whatever, right? And then the tools like Hotjar, what's great about that is they are capturing screen recordings. So if people are providing text or context behind whatever problem it was they're having, chances are you have a screen recording in terms of what was going on in their session directly linked to that comment. So you can click on that and you can see it. Through the other support channels like email or chat, you need to ask them perhaps some follow-up questions in terms of what was going on, right? What, what happened that you didn't like and what can we do to make that better? 
the more you get this context, the more helpful it's going to be in terms of figuring out how to make your product experience better. Now, the other element here is not to worry if you get a bit of this feedback, a certain amount of this feedback is totally normal. In fact, we don't just anticipate it, we hope for it because nobody's product is perfect, especially for everyone in your target market. And there's always areas of opportunity to make improvements, but we need to know what that is. And the critical missing piece that's very hard to capture is the why. The why behind the what. What people do, what people don't do, the problems people have, the problems people don't have, but really the why. What is the why behind what you're doing or what you are not doing? Getting that is very difficult to understand without a certain amount of qualitative data, not quantitative data. So it's very hard to solve that with analytics. Analytics can give us answers to the what, but they can't give us answers to the why. And the why is beyond the most powerful element. That is everything, realistically. So give your users and customers as much of an opportunity to provide you with context behind the why so that you can better understand their behaviors, how to make your product experience better, and how to be even more successful. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.